All right, this is a special episode. Uh, I'm just completed doing something related to stamp collecting. I'm on the drive home uh, with my girls, and we just participated in the Rocky Mountain Philatelic Library's Young Collectors Club. So on the third Saturday of every month, young uh, collectors, I don't know if there's an age cutoff, I'd be surprised, they're so welcoming there, uh, Collect young collectors are invited to... Uh, a morning of programming the the morning uh saturday morning runs from 9 30 to 11 and we were having so much fun down there that we ran over until 11 30 so basically the the format of the meeting was really fun uh, they as as we've seen before you start off with a presentation by uh, an adult experienced stamp collector on a topic that is very accessible and easy to understand for the the young kiddos that are collecting and Basically, the, the goal of the presentation this morning is what is a commemorative stamp? What is a definitive stamp or a regular issue stamp? Uh, how do stamps look different? Sometimes they're uh, in a coil format, sometimes a booklet, sometimes they're in a pane, sometimes they have gum on the back that you can lick, and sometimes they're essentially stickers where the backing is uh, peeled off. So we got to talk about what makes a stamp a stamp, and that was important because the next activity was to go on a scavenger hunt. So many uh, generous stamp collectors and volunteers have uh, provided stamps that are already taken off of the envelope, off of the paper, and they're in these huge boxes. So there were 11 kids this time i overheard the the staff volunteers saying that's a a pretty high number so there were 11 kids and the kids were turned loose to fill a a page think of like a stamp album page they were given a special page for this morning that asked them to find in these big boxes of stamps an example of a commemorative an example of a definitive an example of a coil stamp i mean just everything that we just talked about the kids were encouraged to find an example of so they provided the page they provided us with hinges and yeah you know it was kind of hard for me to manage both kids so it was great that the the volunteers were on the scene to help out and, and help one of the girls while I was working with the other and we went through our scavenger hunt now my kids are six and four Um, And it was kind of hard for them to keep their attention the whole time and fill the whole page. But nonetheless, it was really fun. They provided us with hinges. So we took the stamps, we hinged them to the page. And yeah, that that was the first part. So that took a good amount of time, uh, the first half of the the hour and a half. And then the, the last 45 minutes, one of the volunteers had printed out several pairs of stamp designs. And those stamp designs were on uh, eight and a half uh, letter paper, and they were placed face down um, as uh, scrambled pairs in a match game on the floor. And then the 11 youth uh, each took a turn going around the circle, stepping up to the board, flipping over two papers, and seeing if they could make the matches. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, my kids love playing match games, so that was uh, something that they were really interested in right away. And then for the very uh, last couple minutes of the meeting, one of the volunteers handed uh, out quart-sized storage baggies and the kids were able to go through these boxes and just stuff the bags and we were able to do that. So now we've got some stamps, uh, some free stamps that we're going to be able to go back home and put into our album. 
and uh, Avery's already got a pretty nice album at home and we're gonna then uh, be able to do that then the next thing that we did to to finish out the the meeting this morning was to go over um, to the other building so really the Rocky Mountain Philatelic Library I'll have to post a link uh, to their uh, website with all of their information on the uh, Dissect Philately uh, Twitter account but basically when uh, you go down to the Philatelic Library, there's a couple of buildings. At least there's at least two buildings, and one building is uh, the building that's more educational, more for uh, presentations and meetings of other collecting groups. And we were over there to begin with. And the second building next door is the actual library. So there is—I don't know how many titles they have. Uh, several tens of thousands. Uh, it, it's a very extensive collection uh, of books on all kinds of topics and stamp collecting. So we went over to that building and they have a little corner of that building that is uh, shelves that have various items that are, again, uh, provided for free. So it's all about reducing barriers and making stamp collecting accessible to those at a young age. So the, the youth were invited to take items off the shelf. And I haven't really taken a look at what my girls grabbed. It looks like one of these books that um, summarizes the issues in the United States for a given year and so has very nice high quality imagery and photographs and but also has spaces for the actual stamps to be placed in so uh, kind of a non-traditional more artistic and promotional kind of stamp album uh, stamp book if you will uh, but yeah it's really neat so I'll be interested in taking a look at those we're gonna go home we're gonna start looking at these stamps and determining which ones we need which ones we don't need and yeah it was a lot of fun so i highly recommend checking out the rocky mountain philatelic library this group is a group that puts on one of the the only stamp shows in my area the rocky mountain um, philatelic library puts on the uh, rocky mountain stamp show also known as rompex and so basically uh, that happens in May. You'll find that information on their website. And yeah, that just wanted to provide a quick update uh, to the podcast just as soon as things had happened. So you're going to want to go over to the Twitter account, D-I-S-S-E-C, Philately, P-H-I-L-A-T-E-L-Y. And I will provide links and photos and all the information uh, that I cannot convey as readily through an audio podcast. Oh, and I also had a good time myself. I was able to catch up with um, a stamp collector, uh, Andrew. Uh, he may be listening. Uh, thanks for chatting with me today, Andrew. I was able to share with him the podcast and uh, also take a look at the awesome uh, covers, uh, also known as um, letters, that he brought in that have Washington Franklin era stamps on them uh, just some amazing material and you know it, it's more than paper colorful paper there's uh, stories to be told with this material and I got to see some really unique uh, usage examples of these Washington Franklins on covers the one that stands out to me right now was one that was marked as uh, disinfected from a sanitarium that housed patients with tuberculosis I think it was from the 19 teens or the 20s and the uh, it was really rare because most of the time these items are sent as uh, postcards and there's a real fear of transmitting the disease now this was a usage um, from a sanatorium that was in an envelope so it was really rare i think he had said there's maybe six examples of letters from sanatoriums that had been sent 
And so what they end up needing to do with these covers, what they thought they needed to do, they thought they would need to fumigate them with a, uh, a substance of some kind that would essentially sterilize and kill any pathogens associated with the envelope. And to go even beyond, to think about how you would properly fumigate uh, a sealed envelope, they would cut each of the four corners off of the envelope. So I had never heard of this. I mean, it's really awesome, interesting story behind the material. And it also talks about um, how that goes down. Sorry, like there was about to be a a fist fight on the side of the road. That was kind of funny. But anyway, um, yeah, just the usage of the material and the the, the actual envelopes are stamped with a stamp that um, a rubber stamp or a cork stamp that's that indicated, you know, sanatorium um, disinfected, I think was the the text that was present in the stamp. So I got to have a nice conversation with another collector um, who works uh, with material in, in the era that I'm interested in for the United States. So I don't know if we're going to be able to make it in February, but I, I suppose uh, if we do make it, I'll be able to provide another update on the programming and, and what's been going on. There's a great set of volunteers at the Rocky Mountain Philatelic Library. They put on a great program and we certainly had a great time. So check out uh, the Twitter handle, Dissect Philately, and we'll catch up with you another time.